Nourish your inner power with alcohol-free organic sparkling teas and botanicals made with ethically sourced, regeneratively grow ingredients. That's right, drinksarilla.com. That's drink, S-A-R-I-L-L-A.com. And you can check out their variety of flavors from sparkling organic green hibiscus tea to sparkling organic white ginger tea. They have sparkling organic apple black tea, sparkling organic lemon black tea, Tulsi lime sparkling botanical, and rubus vanilla sparkling botanical as well. That's six different flavors to serve. Or you can check them out online and get the Cirilla starter pack sampler gift. Drinksarilla.com. Try it today. Welcome to the Bullish Picks Podcast. All information herein is for information purposes only. Nothing heard on this podcast is considered financial advice. Bullish Picks cannot and does not assess, verify, or guarantee the adequacy, accuracy, or completeness of any information heard on this show. The hearer bears responsibility for her or his own investment research and decisions. Great day, family. You are tapped into the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell, right here, streaming on your favorite podcast and platform where we give you everything you need from Main Street to Wall Street so that you can navigate these choppy waters. You've got stock market questions. I've got stock market answers. Tap in. Catch me on IG at Ask Blanks. All right, all right, all right. We are here. We are live and we are back on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Ken Blanks Harrell. Thank you so much for sticking with us, folks. If you know of someone who could benefit from this content, please don't hesitate to give us a share, give us a give us a download, um, tap in, stay connected with us, um, tell somebody, text somebody, tweet somebody, use telepathy, whatever you got to do. Let people know. Um, that we're dropping this good game for free right here on the Bullish Picks podcast for you each and every week. New episodes published every Monday. Be on the lookout. We are streaming and available on your favorite podcasting platforms from Spotify to iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Music, you name it, we're out here. So stay connected. That being said, we're going to jump back into talking about sports stocks. We've been talking about sports stocks. So far, we discussed uh, MTN, which is Vail Resorts. Um, that's the ski uh, company, all the stuff in Colorado. And then we also discussed Churchill Downs out there in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, the um, company that runs the Kentucky Derby. So we're going to keep it flowing, keep the show rolling and flowing. And what we have for you next on the list I thought this was an interesting pick, and I, and I would be remiss if I didn't talk about him at all. I don't have to. I didn't have to go at him first. I could have went after the big one, but I'm gonna go after the, the little brother here, and that is uh, Foot Locker. Foot Locker ticker symbol is FL. Foot Locker is traded on the New York Stock Exchange. You can't think sports or sporting apparel and not think about Foot Locker. So. We're going to jump in here. Foot Locker. Foot Locker is the country's biggest athletic footwear retailer with about its foot action, champ sports, and sidestep locations. As a sneaker and apparel retailer, Foot Locker doesn't fit the exact definition 
of a sporting good stock, but is worth considering since people buying sports equipment need athletic clothing and shoes to wear. More than half of Foot Locker sales are of Nike, Nike's products, ticker symbol NKE, with 75% of the company's purchases last year going to the sportswear giant. The company's special relationship with Nike is both a competitive advantage and a risk. Foot Locker can, be, uh, uh, can obtain unique product releases and team up with Nike on in-store experiences but it also heavily depends on a single powerful vendor. The article uh, wraps up to say, Foot Locker has been shrinking its store base and focusing more on e-commerce and experimental retail, partly in response to the pandemic. Revenue in 2020 decreased by 5% as consumers generally avoided shopping malls. The business thrived in 2021 as consumers return to brick and mortar stores. Sales were up 14% from 2019 levels through the first three quarters of the year and adjusted earnings per share almost doubled. Man, that's an interesting, that's an interesting uh, read right there. So I think the best thing for us to do to stay consistent, at least for our first uh, episode of covering sports stocks, because I mean, we have so many more to go. I can easily see this being a three-part series um yeah these could easily be a three-part series three i'm gonna call i'm gonna call like space three and a possible <laughs> three and a possible so we're going to jump over to yahoo finance and look under the hood at footlocker ticker symbol is fl and at the time of this recording they are trading at 29 dollars a share 52 week range the lows 2385 and the high is 6150 Wow, so it looks like uh, they run the 50% off sale, pun intended. All right, so we look at the P.E. ratio of Foot Locker. It's a 3.61, ladies and gentlemen, a 3.61. So you got to do a, a really put this one under your magnifying glass or your microscope, if you will, to see if this company is a really good fit. Because a 3.61 either means one or two things. One, this is a phenomenal price to buy this stock from an earnings perspective. It's, 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 too, the, it's, it's, it's just a steal. It's not a deal. This is a steal at this price. Or it could mean that the company is in some severe trouble and could be on the path of closing all of its doors. So let's really put on our uh, thinking caps when we walk through this one. So 3.61 PE ratio. Again, I like to see 10 to 30. This is a 3.61. So double eyes of scrutiny because that's a that's a flag. I'm not saying it's a red flag, but it's a flag. It could be a green flag because it be we found ourselves a unicorn. Um, and if you did, then you can thank me later if this turns out to be a unicorn. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, FL Foot Locker, good old Foot Locker. All right, market capitalization two point seven five billion dollars. All right, uh, for dividend and yield, Foot Locker pays one dollar and sixty cents per share dividend, which represents a 5.36% yield at this price point. So you for every $29 you put in, you're going to get $1.60 back from that company in the year, right? And the way they pay you that $1.60 is probably going to be typically you get paid 40 cents every 90 days, all right? Most 
um, dividends are declared annually, but they're paid out quarterly. Some companies even pay it out monthly, but they do, they take whatever the number you would see and they would divide it in 12 equal installments. In the case of uh, Foot Locker, they're doing it quarterly. So you divide a dollar and 60 cents by uh, four, and then that's gonna give you 40 cents, all right? 40 cents four times. So each, each every 90 days, you'll get paid 40 cents per share. So if you had 100 shares of um, a Foot Locker, you get paid 100 times 40 cents, all right? Which would be $40, all right? So, and you would get paid that um, every 90 days, you would get $40 from Foot Locker. Every 90 days, because you own 100 shares, they're gonna pay you $160 a year. All right, you're just getting your payments divided by four. So we're gonna um, mosey on and look around the vehicle before looking under the hood. Consumer cyclical sector, all these companies we talked about consumer cyclical sectors at this point. Industry, apparel, retail, 16,555 full-time employees. All right, and as again, you know that they uh, operate under the brands Foot Locker, Lady Foot Locker, Kids Foot Locker, Champ Sports, East Bay, uh, Atmos, WSS, Foot Action, and Sidestep. All right. As of uh, January 29th of 2022, it operated 2,858 retail stores in 28 countries, excuse me, 28 countries and the United States, Canada, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Asia and 142 franchise Foot Locker stores located in the Middle East and Asia. Um, the company also offers its products through various e-commerce sites and mobile apps. It says Foot Locker Inc. was founded in 1879 and is headquartered in New York, New York. 1879. Man, Foot Locker was founded 100 years before I was born. Born in 1979. Foot Locker was founded in 1879. So they've been getting money uh, for a hundred years before I hit the planet. And I've been here for a while. I've been here over four decades. So I've been here for a minute. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. That means that Foot Locker has been getting money for a mighty long time. A mighty, mighty, mighty long time. All right. So you figure within the next, what, by 2029? So in what, uh, six, seven years? That'll be their 150 year anniversary. That's right around the corner. They're gonna do something big to celebrate 150 years in business. They want, I couldn't see a company being around for 147, 143 years and can't fight the good fight for seven more years to make it to be 150. I think that this may be, I'm just saying, like, that's a huge reason to celebrate. You never know what they might, 150 years of being a business, that's a, that is a, a huge, huge milestone, something totally worth celebrating to the nth degree. You don't know what they're going to be doing worldwide or what kind of sale or promotion they may run. 150 years of Foot Locker. I love it. I don't see this, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking, I'm looking around the vehicle though. So I don't want to get too excited. I haven't looked under the hood, but I like the story. 
Like, I like the story. I like I like what I see so far. But let's look under the hood because that's where the rubber meets the road. So we're going to look at the key statistics real quick here. And um, all right, gross profit margin for Foot Locker, ticker symbol FL, 9%, a little more than 9%, operating margin, 10.5%, return on assets, 7.77%, so seven and three quarters. Return on equity, 26.75%. So all four key ratios, positive, two of the four are in double digits. Income statement, revenue for the trailing 12 months, just shy of $9 billion, which represents quarterly revenue growth year over year of 1% to the good. All right, EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, $1.16 billion. Um, however, that represents quarterly earnings growth year over year at a negative 34.2%. All right, so their, their bottom line is, is shrinking year over year. Um, on a quarterly basis, about 34%. Now, I don't mean it's going to sustain and keep doing that, but we want to identify the trend and take heed of that. Do you want to look at previous quarters where they, where they uh, the earnings declining, was the earning growth growing or declining in the last several quarters? But we know there's been some challenges in, in retail. So a lot of this stuff is people are, is clawing back, all right? Every, everything isn't all the way back to 2018 again and it, quite frankly it may never be that way so the euphoria and enthusiasm people just hanging out and shopping retail and doing stuff like that i don't know it may never it's some boutiques that we've shopped at in the past that we'll never be able to shop at again because their doors are closed permanently it's some nice little restaurants and mom and pop shops we've been to that just have didn't survive everybody can't survive not making money for two years what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a pause for the cause Go pay a couple of these bills, give a shout out, show some love to our, some of our sponsors. And we'll be right back with more on the Bullish Picks podcast with your main man, 100 grand, Ken Blanks Harrell. Stop in at Black and White Look Optical, offering quality and affordable eye care and designer frames for the entire family. One pair for $39 or two pair for 60. Spice your look with the new set of specs, whether you need them or not. Serving in three convenient locations in Metro Detroit. Call 248-557-6444. That's 248-557-6444. Black and white look optical. Stop in today. Today's episode is brought to you by the Pre-Market Movers. Check us out at thepremarketmovers.com. We are your number one source for everything Wall Street related. Broadcasting to you live on social audio platforms worldwide. You can catch us on Clubhouse as well as Twitter Spaces, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out online at thepremarketmovers.com. That's thepremarketmovers.com. All right. And, it, and as we know, Foot Locker specifically, when, when a lot of the sports stuff was locked down, especially when, when you think about schools, these kids and colleges and high schools, a lot of their sports was locked down and things like that, or just attendance. You know, kids get those shoes and that stuff to get fresh to go to, to go to school. But if you're sitting at home and on Zoom for two years, there's no, no reason to go get fresh. Nobody gonna see your shoes and all that in clothes anyway. So I think that there's a, definitely a, an attachment to high schools, colleges, university schools just being open. Even with all that as a kid's foot like it's just, it's part of it. Some some form of more normalcy got to come into play 
for people to, to be spending. And then also higher interest rates and then higher gas prices. Like autumn shoes and stuff, this footlocker, that stuff they sell, none of that stuff is really like necessities in life. Those are wants. I mean, we need shoes, but you don't have to have Jordans, right? Or whatever they sell there, you know what I mean? So, or Air Force Ones, whatever it is, Yeezys. You don't need that stuff. You want that stuff. And so if the other, if the cost of groceries is high, and the cost of just gas and life is high, and you have limited opportunities to earn money out here, then that that just reduces the disposable income to go to Foot Locker. So I could see why companies like most retail stores are in a similar uh, boat. If you're not considered a necessity, people are like like double scrutinizing their spending. Yeah, they might be buying stuff like toilet paper like that and soap. <laughs> stocking up on food and bottled water but those are like more needs not you know people not just taking trips around the world like that right now they're saving their money and, and trying to see what's really good so i'm not shocked to see some decline somewhere um but that is the only black eye i see here but it's the black eye under the hood 34 percent is significant and, and there's no such thing as a positive negative number when you um analyze a public traded company if it's negative it's negative on the balance sheet, negative uh, total cash for the most recent quarter, five hundred fifty-one million um, in the in the war chest. Total debt for the most recent quarter, three point three four billion. Um, so they have enough cash to pay the bills. They have enough growth, uh, or enough uh, revenue coming in to pay it as well because they did have a positive EBITDA of one point one six billion. They just got to keep driving more to the bottom line. So you don't want to see a trend of a company with with missing earnings and, and, and declining earnings. You want to see earnings growth. That's an important thing. So that's Foot Locker for you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a glance at our uh, last stock for this uh, particular session. And that is going to be MSGS. MSGS, which is for um, Madison Square Garden Sports. MSGS which is a $4.3 billion company from a market cap standpoint. It says here, MSG Sports is a product of a 2020 spinoff in which Madison Square Garden Entertainment, which is trade on New York Stock Exchange, MSGE, owner of the iconic venues Madison Square Garden and Radio City Music Hall in New York City, among other real estate investments, became a separate company. It's a rare way to own a piece of an actual sports team since MSG Sports is the parent of the National Basketball Association's New York Knicks and the National Hockey League's New York Rangers. The NBA and NHL seasons were put on temporary hold in 2020, making MSG Sports another pandemic rebound play. Over the long term, this company's fortunes will ebb and flow with the success of its two primary franchises. The Knicks made a return to the NBA playoffs in the 2020-21 season, which could be an especially positive development if the team can remain competitive. Additionally, MSG Sports owns esports teams that are part of CounterLogic Gaming, a league that competes in video games such as League of Legends, Fortnite, and Super Smash Brothers. It also owns Knicks Gaming and NBA 2K League esports team. All right. All right, so that's MSGS. So let's go ahead and plug it into our handy dandy search tool, MSGS, and get right to it. 
right to it msgs all right master square garden sports corp so at the time of this recording 155 and 73 cents a share the price 52 week range 145 on the low 203 on the high pe ratio 51.40 just a slightly higher than my my comfort zone um but not out of the range of reality for considering but a little higher than my a little rich for my blood market cap 3.77 billion um they don't pay a dividend earnings coming out uh it looks like next week and one year target 233 it's currently 155 yahoo finance calling 232 33 i like it all right uh sector communication sector entertainment industry only 415 full-time employees all right we already just went through all the stuff that they got going on um, the company was founded in 2015 is based in New York, New York. Let's look under the hood since we already did a thorough description of all the assets that they um, leverage to generate revenue. Uh, profitability, gross profit margin, 9.28%. Operating margin for the trailing 12 months, 5.2%. Return on assets, 1.93%. And it, does, it has NA reported for return on equity. Um, revenue for the trailing 12 months, 793 million. Quarterly revenue growth year over year is up 84.5%. EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, uh, 45 and three quarter million dollars to the good. Quarterly earnings growth year over year up 348%. Oh my goodness. Balance sheet, total cash on hand, $49 million and some change. Total debt, $1.06 billion. So they got there in a, a whole lot of debt um relative to the cash on hand but when you see double digit revenue growth on the top line that of 84 percent and 348 percent on the bottom line there's they're certainly moving in the right direction all those numbers are encouraging and they have an ebitda of 45 million um there it's going to take them a while to pay down that debt but i think with it from a reopening standpoint and they get more and especially like i said that they're uh the knicks or the kings start winning and going deep in the playoffs um that's a uh, you know can help lift the stock so there's definitely a growth play i don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze because again you're looking at 155 dollars a share and they don't pay a dividend for me if i pay i, I don't know i ain't gonna just say that as a blanket statement but i think because i like to accumulate shares if i pay over 100 dollars a share for a stock i prefer it have a dividend my saying is the deal breaker but i prefer to get a little icing on that cake if possible and this is some you know you're putting in 155 dollars a share that's some that's some uh that's some cake right there. All right. So I'm going to land it there, folks. Land it there tonight. Hopefully uh, you got some value out of the list of some of these sports stocks. And if, again, if you have a topic or any type of sector industry you want me to take a look at and put the sh a show together for you, don't hesitate to, to leave a comment or DM any of that good stuff. So tonight, real quick recap, we cover uh, MTN, which is Vail Resorts. Um, we just covered, um, we also covered Foot Locker. We covered Churchill Downs, Foot Locker's FL, Churchill Downs is CHDN. And just now we wrapped up with Madison Square Garden Sports, MSGS. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bullish Picks Podcast with your main man, 100 Grand, Kim Blank Sorrell. Until next time, we out. Great meals start with Mount Sinai olive oil. Mount Sinai olive oil is first cold pressed with no added preservatives.
which gives it a rich and delicious flavor. No matter what's for dinner, Mount Sinai olive oil is here with the delicious pure oil to pair it with. Shop online at mountsinaioliveoil.com. 